fucking mini. <laughs> this happened last like time. Fucking mini. Yeah. Okay. Because list is right here. Rachel, describe what it is to it. So, what is on, this? Once upon a time, in the magical arcane world called the internet. Oh. I got a message from one of our listeners. He said, fuck you, your podcast is subpar. And Please yeah, stop. And, but it was opposite day, so that's not what she meant. Um, Do you know what it is? I might have peaked. <gasps> Rachel! But not like, just to, what it is in general, not specifically, which that'll make sense when we open it in a minute. Um, but this is from, oh, I don't know how to properly pronounce her screen name. Is it Din Fairy? Yeah. Yeah, I've always said awesome. Din Fairy. I don't know if that's right. Jack, you can, hey, yeah, Jax Frost. Uh, yes. That's her. She's currently Jax seasonal, Frost. <laughs> like yeah. username. Never seasonal. Yeah. Oh, that's like her deal deal. What? I think. Her, no, like her shorter handle is her, Din Fairy. I know, but I think her name is Jax, like like short for Jackie or Jacqueline. Or oh, like that. yeah. yeah. That oh. makes so much sense. I thought it was like yeah. Jack Frost. Neat. I don't know. Please confirm. <laughs> Jax <laughs> Nicholson. <laughs> Um, we are very excited to have a box from Dice Envy in front of us that has Ooh. a little something for everyone inside. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Unboxing. No. This is ta-da! It's it chicken nugget. Thank basically you. Basically, a the, the mystery nuggets. dice bags that you can oh, order. Oh. Um, there's a set of mystery dice for each of us, including Nina, who's not currently with us. Okay. We'll nice. take hers. Included anyway. Thanks, Din Barry. Yeah, thank yeah, you so much. We love them. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> hey, listeners, and the happiest of New Year. Singular? Z? I don't know. To you? Caleb's hungover. The rest of us are not. We're okay. Caleb, how you feeling? Describe it in uh, two sentences or less. I'll be honest with you. At 10 o'clock, I truly thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, by the way, AM. It's 11 right now. <laughs> but I'm actually feeling pretty good now. Nice. I, no, I actually... Well, since I figured out that all of my shit got bumped massively in my level up, I genuinely actually felt better because of that. It's uh, it's official, and you heard it here first, listeners. Dungeons & Dragons cures hangovers. <laughs> better than Pedialyte or Gatorade or McDonald's yeah, french fries. But mainly because you're drinking through the whole time. <laughs> also, we already started drinking. Hey. Uh, I wasn't not gonna. Huge shout out to our listener. Her handle on the tweets is at Denferi, D-I-I-N-F-E-R-I underscore. She got us some dice from our sponsor, Dice Envy. Dice Envy. And uh, I'm going so to be, sweet. for this episode, I'm going to be rolling exclusively with the dice she got me. They are me beautiful too. pink with silver. Uh, I guess everybody is. That's what we're all doing. We love you. If you want to roll dice like us, uh, you know, head over to Dice Envy. Get yourself something nice. If you enter the code hit DicePod at checkout, you're going to get 10% off. Dude, I... D&D. Hey, you guys all leveled up. Hey. Tell me who you are, who you're playing, and what level six did for you. Let's start with uh, Jonathan. I'm just going to let you guys say your names. Oh, Jonathan. My name's Jonathan. <laughs> Who's playing Arwell Garwin, the Divination Wizard Gnome. Um, and at level 40, I... Got 40. Sorry. Level 40? Holy wow. bro. Dude, I went up he's just a brain health. fart. <laughs> 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 um, like I went up to 40 health, which was very exciting for me. Um, and then uh, I got two new third level spells. I took uh, Clairvoyance and Dispel Magic. Those are so good of spells. And then um, I also, for my uh, class school or whatever. Um, I have expert divination, so anytime I use a second level or higher divination spell, I regain one expended spell slot lower than the one I used. Um, wow. That's really cool. That's cool. So you get spells back for free. Basically. I like that. <laughs> that seems fair for me. <laughs> I have to use divination, though. 
Oh, okay. It's got to be in your school. Got yeah. it. That's interesting. Hey, I'm Alan. Um, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for being excited to be here, everybody. <laughs> no, I am excited. Um, I've had a little bit too much iced coffee, and I feel a little bit crazy. Hey, come get um, on par with me, bruh. Uh, I'm playing Patches, the half-elf thief rogue. Um, and at level six, I got to double a couple proficiencies, um, or proficiency bonus on a couple skills. Um, and my HP went up a little bit, a very little bit. <laughs> How much? Uh, four, so now I'm at 42. Oh, nice. Um, so hi, I'm Rachel. I'm hi. playing, hi. I'm playing Callista, Tiefling Bard. Um, at level six, I'm just realizing that I totally forgot to roll up my HP, so I'll do that in a second. <laughs> I was so busy, so worried because I get all these spells this time. Speaking of. So, lore bards at level six, um, you get your additional spell just for being a bard at that level up, but you also can pick two spells, like literally any spell from any class to add to your collection of things you know. So, it's like really daunting, and I'm trying to make final decisions on that, like as we speak, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, mass healing word and either water breathing or counter spell. I'm not sure. Oh. Mass healing word. Definitely mass healing word. That's fucking dope. Yeah. And then for the one bard spell, I am currently in the like mentally voting myself between dispel magic and speak with dead. So we'll see what happens. Speak with dead. Dead people tell good stories. <laughs> How does that work? Do you just go up to someone's corpse and, or do you like call like, on hey, someone specific? Um, how does it feel do you get a crystal ball with a dragon in armor? That, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it works. It's yeah. like in Hellboy. A crystal ball. I, I swear to God, I feel like he casts speak with dead. Kind of. On that dude. He has that mm-hmm. charm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he carries that old guy around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you know basically any corpse that still has a mouth, I can cast this Oh, but spell. it's their actual body. And I can, yeah, and I can ask it um, up to five questions. Yeah, but, but if they you guys have to, a mouth. for instance, go into a dungeon and see a skillington, a skillington. you could be like, what happened? Yeah. And it would be like, there's a trap in the wall. And <laughs> I love Bacqua. Exactly. So, okay. I also gained the counter charm ability, so I can... Um, Let's see. Counter charm. Really cool. Basically, on a turn, I can make a performance that lasts for the entire turn, and during that time, everybody within 30 feet of me has advantage on saving throws against fear or charmed. Oh, that's neat. So, mm-hmm. cool. Neato. Yeah. So, look forward to that. I don't fuck you, low. You're up. That's been my name on the Jackbox game. <laughs> um, I'm Caleb Hanks. I play Van Dingulus Ulysses Fart Baby. I want to thank Jax for my beautiful new dice. That was very, very sweet. Happy New Year, and thank you. I leveled up, but it didn't do much. It just, I I rolled a, a, a D8 and got 8 for my HP. Thank God, because last time I rolled like fucking 2 or some <laughs> shit. But all of my, I didn't get anything significant. A lot of my proficiencies got boosted the fuck up. I'm like 13 on a lot of stuff. You mean like you add 13 to the skills? Yes. Holy shit. Happy New Year, fucker. Happy New Year. Hey, thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, listeners. A sincere and heartfelt whatever from all of us here at Hit Dice. (laughs) (laughs) Last time on Hit Dice, you guys, uh, you went to see your very favorite best friend, Dendril Thundershout. He gave you a new weapon that he had made with the elemental stone that you had given him. He gave you all, well, he gifted you and blessed you with um, a flame tongue crossbow. And uh, Van accepted it. He finally got his magic item. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um, you, guys were, you guys were being chased <laughs> through the streets by uh, a mob of angry people. 
who are blaming you for the tear fall. You've heard that Lander has been slandering your names all over town. He's been telling people you started the tear fall. He's been sending bards out to other cities, singing songs that are basically just like talking shit about you guys. Like your names, your names are not mentioned in them, but everything else is like descriptions of your physical character, your, your traits, all that stuff. And you know that he's in town. He's at a gala. You'll know, you know, he's going to be reciting some of his stories there and that he is, I think Madame told you that he's looking for what I can only describe as ultimate patronage, which means that nobility is paying for him to do whatever he wants. And he's living a very lush life and gets to do whatever the hell he wants and has like total influence as a bard, basically. Henceforth, the plot that Patches and I are going to actually kill him. And as you were were running through the streets from this angry mob that was incited by Lander, an old friend of yours, Arnold, opened a door and got you into a house. He then transformed into something horrifying that was trying to leech Patch's memories out of his head. And as it happened... Uh, Van summoned an earthen elemental with your earth stone, split the house in two. What are you going to do? <laughs> totally destroyed it. it. You guys left the rubble in the street and you're like, let's get to Isaac. So you walk up to his house. It is near the top of Raven's Bluff. It is a simple two story home. It's made out of stone. It has a shingled roof, which is different than a lot of the houses around here. As you walked in, he said he had a lot that he needed to speak to you about. And he invited you in and where we left off, you all are walking into his house. And so in Raven's Bluff, even where you all are standing, you can still hear the bells of the ships and the waves crashing up against the city. There are people out in the streets. It is midday. You all uh, have essentially <laughs> used the dust from this house and snuck out the back and up back alleys to Isaac's house, knocked on the door and he opens it up. He wears many layers of bright, colorful robes. Didn't make sense when you first met him because it was sweltering hot. But as the fall and winter are moving into Raven's Bluff, it makes a lot more sense. There's a chill on the wind. Uh, You all have also been told that the weather has been sort of sporadic, unpredictable. Uh, The seasons have changed in really strange ways. Just little things, nothing crazy, but he has a long white beard and long white hair to match it. He leans on an ornate metallic staff, and there is a small red dragon with a scorpion's tail wrapped around his shoulders almost at all times. And as soon as you all show up, Gumble like pokes his little head out, and he just like purrs and coos and... Like, like basically just like a little bird at all of you. And you can see the curiosity. And Gumble does jump from his shoulder onto Callista's and, like, wraps his little scorpion tail around her. And he's, like, n- nipping at your neck just like a playfully, like a little he's cat would. lots of scritches. Yeah. And, uh, and as you all walk in, Isaac says, friends, please have a seat. There's much to discuss. He brings over a tray of drinks. Uh, they, <laughs> half of the tray has... Uh, tea, and half of it has what looks like some sort of liquor. And he sets it down, and he's like, take your pick. I imagine both will do you some good in this conversation. Before we get started, however, where have you been? What uh, have you, you know. seen? Firstly, <laughs> the... Who are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have I not met you? You've met him. Okay, I was about On the to Council say. of Lords. Yeah, on your way Lord, Lord, you, like, Lord, Lord. You met him shortly. Uh, the biggest turtle ever. <laughs> Is what we saw. <clears throat> and I talked to things. it. <laughs> and I'm a demon now. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, though. Perhaps you should stick to tea, friend. Uh, and I just grabbed the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Does he never learn? And I'm level six. We've, we've been on another plane um, yeah. where obviously time is a little wonky. Yeah, what... Uh, do we know it, what time it is here? Like, oh yeah, it's like midday. It's like midday because yeah. you go, you all woke up, did breakfast, went to Thunder Shouts, yeah, yeah, got yeah, chased yeah. by a mob, uh, killed some horrifying demon that might have been Arnold. Oh yeah, and now you're you're here. So it's like typical, 
late morning. Yeah, it's like late morning. Hold on, I'm gonna burp. <clears throat> nice. Um, but uh, as you said here, he says, as I told you when you came in, Mallory has uh, left me, and she left a note saying she would uh, take care of whatever was going on in the north. With all that's going on in town, I, I can't go after her, but let's... <sighs> She's a smart girl. She's resourceful. But always in over her head. I fear I praised her too much as a prodigy, and this is all my fault. I'm torn between the people and my dearest apprentice. I want to think young Mallory is smart enough to read a bad situation, but I don't know that in my heart. She is headstrong and thinks too highly of herself. And you can see him like he's mm -hmm. not looking at you all as he started the conversation. You can see him like getting into his own head and he reaches back and he's like, I need to have a seat. And he sits down and he rubs his knees, uh, his aching joints. He's still leaning on that staff with one hand and he says, I can't bear the thought of her being harmed. Whatever business you may have here, I'll help you in any way I can. But if you head to the glacier of the White Worm after this, you'd be doing an old man a favor. And speaking of Mallory, she left something for all of you. Made it from something you left her. He reaches out and uh, he has it in his hand and he, he has something in the hand he was, he was rubbing his leg with. He reaches into a pouch and as he opens his hand, you can see the weathered lines all over it. There is uh, a small blue stone in his hand. Uh, it looks like a stone, at least. Um, and he holds it out and says, an iron stone of reserve. Iron? I'd be eyeing that stone. <laughs> it's, a, it's a vibrant blue prism. Um, and he, he tells you, very useful for a spellcaster. It can store up to... <laughs> uh, the mechanics of it are it can store mm -hmm. three spell levels at a time. So like one you can split them up however yeah. you want, yeah. And, um, and it will hold them, and whoever is attuned to it, it will hold them until the spell is used or another spell is put in it. And it basically orbits around your head, like a moon around like Simple. Jupiter or something. And whenever you want to use it, it'll, it will cast a spell at will. That's like, awful. so whatever you want. If it's a bonus action spell, it does that, and all you got to do is think it. Like, you don't have to do anything else. It'll just cast the spell. Um, but it's a little blue prism stone, and uh, he holds it out. The last thing she made before I found the note. In addition, uh, please, in light of all of this, if there's anything I can do or anything you need information on, I'm happy to help. And if you've made any progress for our people uh, or information on the tearfall, now's the time to speak of it. I'd prefer to speak at my home instead of in front of the council. Mm -hmm. To take in this information myself and decide what is best to tell everyone. Uh, Who's that blonde guy we saw in our dream? Subrask, that's what I was going to say. I I think he's working he's with Black working Velvet. He's working with the dragons or is a dragon or is yeah. there some kind of, there's something going on with Subrask. We never talked to them when you had your bracelet, did we? I can't remember. No. The, okay. no. He was gone when, okay. when he had his bracelet. Sure. Mm -hmm. So the lards. We suspect he is a dragon or is working for the dragons. Mm -hmm. And I have the elemental earth stone. Yeah. Yeah. And in the he, yeah, bag he I'm used holding. it. And you would know that it has 19 out of 20 charges. Heard. We know the whereabouts of one of the stones, which is with Thunder Dick. And <laughs> it, he's, it's in good hands. And I have this earth elemental stone. 
I'm also an earth demon part-time. I don't know. Do you know how many other stones there are? <laughs> I mean, I would imagine for every element. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine that you can charge the stones with whatever power you like, but the, the ones we're looking for, they're, they're the essence of the planes themselves that they come from. This earthen elemental stone you have. May I see it? Sure. I uh, pull it out of the bag of holding. Yeah, and it's this it's this sharp uh, s- football-shaped rock. It's it's very jagged, except a little bit of it has broken off. It doesn't seem like... It just looks like a rock, too. Like, it doesn't... The, the elemental stone of fire was bright and beautiful and like a giant glowing ruby. And this one just looks like a rock that you're holding in your hand. And he looks it over and says, Yes, this seems different. There are stones that can be made by mages, uh, high-caliber things, specialists. But this is different. This is made of pure essence, of pure energy. These are what we are looking for, and I imagine for every element there exist stones like these. Though I can't be sure, I'm no expert in the field. At this point, I imagine you're more experts than many people we know. So what you know, I imagine is all of the information we're going to get. I'm sure there are other planes walkers and horizon walkers that we could speak with, but with the time we have arranging meetings, it just isn't in the cards, I'm afraid. And Subrask has been on my mind lately, too. Mm-hmm. I've long been suspicious of him. A city ran by a council. It makes sense in some ways, but... When the council is made up of all merchants, surely someone must be shady. I'm only an advisor, you understand. The merchants are the true lords. I think Subrask has helped something into the city. I'm not convinced he's even gone. And when you say you saw him... In a dream. We both had the same dream. But it was the same dream. We're pretty sure... You have no idea how these dreams are connected, and you're entirely sure you had the same one? I mean, we described them to each yeah, other. Yeah, we, we had the same one. And um, Madame had mentioned, um, which I was unaware because I haven't spent a lot of time here, that there, there's a, a tunnel system through the sewers underneath Raven's Bluff. And I think that in my dream and your dream, potentially, it was kind of showing us that maybe he is using this to do some seedy underbelly bullshit. Uh, when Mallory left, you said she was going to the Glacier of the White Worm? Uh, that's correct. To the north. Do you think she was going to try to seek out, like, an ice elemental stone? I imagine she was. <sighs> she gonna die. <laughs> I mean, and, and no, you, she'll you, be fine. Yeah, you, see him, you do see him, like, lose his breath for a second, and he's like, and uh, that's why I would see you all after her, and I'm not asking you this as an advisor of the council. I'm asking you this as your patron, as a fellow member of this city. Well, yeah, it's kind of like two birds, one stone. If we can no. get a stone, save your girl. Yeah, and like he stands up. One cup. He stands up, leaning heavily on his staff, and he walks over to this table slowly. Uh, Gumble jumps from Callista's shoulder over to Patch's lap, and just like curls up on it. He's like prodding at you playfully with his little scorpion tail. His, like, <laughs> his little head. He's like, you can see him like craning his neck up and Isaacs walks back over and beside the tray, he sits down um, a leather satchel. And as he sits it down, you can hear clink onto the table heavily and the table like almost like bends under its weight a little bit. I, I fear I 
I've been doing you all a disservice. I must admit, when I heard the stories, I considered my own reputation before your own. And that wasn't fair of me. I've seen your merit. I know you all to be friends. Of me, at least. Of the city. And of these people. This stone and this gold is the least I can do for now. There's 10,000 in this bag. Your hard work has not gone unnoticed. And as long as we're on the subject, I would never tell you all to do anything that could bring you harm or slander your own names. You should act of your own free will. We've asked so much of you already. But I'll say this. I do have one invitation to the gala tonight. I was going to ask. However, it has my name on it. I'll leave it on the table here. I don't plan on going. And if you think your dreams are connected, this may be the ramblings of an old man, but it's best you find out why. That seems like the most important part. Not the dreams themselves. Are you a, are you a wizard? Uh, yep. Um, I have a theory of why your dreams are connected Oh, I'd love to hear that Uh, The high spore pellets that you both ingested Were from the same creature Funguses are super weird And (laughs) wolves from a beholder Hmm And beholders are very powerful Are they psychic? I think that's why you're having Really? No I'll relay that information to Isaac Yeah, he's he's listening as you all speak of this And I, I know much of the arcane, but nature, strange, underground fungi? I'm afraid I can't help you, friends. I rolled pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> we what about your, uh, you, <laughs> what about your ranger friend? What, whatever happened to him? Couldn't he help us with this? Probably, but that bastard wandered off into the woods and left us. <laughs> we have no idea where to find and him. And perhaps he's the wisest of the group for doing so. Well, hmm. on some level... <laughs> I don't know. I literally was like, what ranger? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you get over ranger? stuff quick. Um, well, my my theory was, I don't know. I felt like we were potentially being, uh, I don't know. I felt like we were maybe being linked up by somebody that was fucking with us. That was my idea. I think your idea, your idea is better, but I don't know. I feel like or somebody. Or it could be, uh, we didn't kill <clears throat> Black Velvet. Do you think he's affecting your mind? Uh, well, we... Black Dragon, Isaacs. I mean, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> and you two had the closest contact with him. True. Perhaps, perhaps you should tell me from the beginning <laughs> what all you've seen. Yeah, what can we just... Um, obviously not just sit here and list it all out, but yeah. let's go ahead and tell him yeah. everything. Okay. That yeah. you, you fill Isaacs in on the fall of Yolrafon, yeah. on yeah. Uh, Black Velvet, on Cormanthir and the Blade Rite. Yeah. Uh, on the Twisted Tower of Ashabad, he's like, I can't believe the first thing you told me about was the turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Count on Van for that. He's not good at picking out the theme of a story. Um, (laughs) I mean, I tell the highlight. It seems you have more answers than I realize. You tell him about the tablets of Mm Ferisalnith. Yes. Um, I even show him the... Yeah, and that you all have have answers to the tear fall. (laughs) Might be the most important (laughs) thing that you're not telling him. You You all have some idea of how to not necessarily 
necessarily stop it, but impede it, um, how to maybe destroy it. You have some clues as to what you need, what you need to do with those. You've had uh, strange dreams about these things after you've read the tablets. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are quite a few answers that yeah. you have to Yeah, this. there's that, but uh, the Everything close to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to have a party vote that we not let Van update people on things for now. <laughs> um, people need to know about the turtles. <clears throat> Isaac cool. speaks out to you again, and, and as he does, you hear this, this really strange in another room, and then you hear like a, a typewriter. What is that? And, uh, and he's like, ah, this... And and you see like Gumble bristle up on Patch's lap, like the wings are up and the tail is poised, and you see this like mangy dog come around the corner, uh, just like click clacking across the floor. Uh, Steve the dog comes into the room, and and Isaac's is like, this dog has not left me alone since you left the city last. No matter what I do, it just stays in my home or sits outside and whines. He actually helped us a good bit on our um, exit from the city, if I remember correctly. A a curious animal. Does he still have that uh, armband attached to him? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell Isaac that you might want to take that off of the dog. Because he's still being tracked. Yeah, you guys put the thing on him. Man, you need to remember a lot about Yeah, Steve. he's got, his, his fur's all mangy, and you can see it's a little singed in some places and, like, burned off, and you can, like, make some assumptions, but, like, Aww. he's, like, yeah, he's walking around with your, like, slave manacle okay. around his neck. Yeah, and he just comes in, and his tail him. is wagging, and he's just, like, sitting in the Steve, middle of this place. What, what great character that Steve is still happy to see us. Yeah, his tail bullshit. is just wagging, and he, like, comes up, oh, and man. Uh, and he, like, rolls over onto his stomach, and his legs are just, like, up in the air, and his tail's <laughs> wagging on the floor, and you can see him, like, looking at all of you yeah. as he sits here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just let Isaac know. <laughs> can I dispel the magic on it? You could totally try. Higher DC. You could totally try. Yeah. Um, how does that? How does how does that work? Could you read uh, that to me? Any spell of third or lower on target ends. Each spell above third make ability check using your spellcasting ability DC will equal ten plus the spell level. Yeah. Roll for it. Spell mod. Is that a new thingy? Seventeen. Uh, with seventeen, it, it, the magic still remains in this. Um, you fe- you felt yourself getting very close, but it, it's just it's very powerful magic. As you're trying to dispel it, your glove heats up. The fingertips on your other hand does, and you just have to pull away from this thing. Um, the I mean the the Sultan himself in the elemental yeah. plane of fire forges these. Uh, they're pretty powerful. Okay. Isaacs he, he he speaks out to you one more time. Uh, use my home to discuss as a safe haven to plan. You're always. Welcome here. I, I think, should we talk to the council or? I don't, or not. No, yeah. I'm not worried about the council. Well, I, just, I didn't know. It. I'll leave that up to you with uh, all that's happening. Mm-hmm. While you do report to them, you all still have your ebony rings. You are still considered champions of the council. Even though the, the town hates us. This is true. <laughs> For I, now. I do not speak to this responsibility. I would advise... That whatever you decide to do, you are careful. While you do have a responsibility to report to them, I don't know how much they'll be able to help you at this point. Let's leave them a written report. What do you think? I say fuck them. I think Isaacs can just convey what needs to be said. I think he is smart enough to leave out what needs to be left out. We never know if any of those people are in cahoots with Subrask, too. You never know who's been corrupted yeah, by dragons. I trust Isaac's. I don't know if I Agreed. trust the rest of the council very much. I don't know those guys too well, but I'm with Carlo, you on that. I trust. He seems kind of dumb. 
What? We don't. <laughs> we don't need. We don't need their help. Like, everything we're doing is, is. everything we're doing yeah, is basically yeah, exactly. shady. It's, it's and your your friend. <laughs> straightforward and genuine. Your friend, <laughs> Professor Finespindle, he's been staying with the council. They've given him harbor and and lodgings. If you wish to see him, I imagine you will need an audience with the council to. I do want to see Silverus. Get in, but for what? I'm good on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you with know, that, Isaacs, he does stand up, and he, he says, stay here as long as you need. And if you need me, let me know. But I have much work to do. Um, and the party starts at 8? <laughs> it's like nighttime. Okay. Yeah, you have the, you have an invitation for the Galloware. <laughs> yeah, um, as he, as he, there as he gets up. like a plus one, or is it just... And, well, as Isaacs gets up, uh, there's the table that's in front of you all. It has the tea, the liquor... A big, huge satchel of gold, 10,000. And as he gets up, he pulls it says it's a blue piece of paper with this gold, beautiful trim and writing, and he sits it down on the table. And as he's walking away under his breath, he says, She truly is a prodigy. And then he goes and snaps his finger, and he walks away. And Gumble hops off of Patch's lap, like growls at the dog, and like snaps at it one time. And as he flies by, like nips. <laughs> Like at Steve, who's like still on his back, and his gumble flies by. It's like, just like bites him, and he's like, Argh! and then he like flies over to Isaac's, and Gumble's like up on his shoulder, and Isaac's like he pulls this strange, really thick glass orb out. It looks like a bowling ball, and he starts to like draw things around it, and he starts lighting candles, and mm-hmm. uh, you can hear him mumbling under his breath and writing things down on the side. It looks a lot like when Arwell is trying to learn a new spell. It's sort of he's left you to your own devices, but he's he's in the same space as you mm-hmm. still just not paying attention right to and steve is still just lying on his back like waiting and uh he's like licking at the place where gumble bit him on the leg i will go rub steve's belly oh he loves it <laughs> how many people can come with the invite i don't know let's take a look at the invitation <laughs> hello so it says in, you are invited colors. to attend lander brightwood's gala where he will recite from his now famous book starting fires humble beginnings for incredible heroes this invitation is signed to and there's a little line and in really nice calligraphy it says isaac's olor it does not say plus one, and the back is just a, the blue that the front is bastard's using my colors for his invitations Hmm. 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 Also, (laughs) one of us would have to look like Isaacs. Say no more, fam. I've already been thinking about it. I was definitely. I mean, I. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, Patches, I'd like to have a message conversation with you. Okay. So, I'm going to start doing that. I can respond up to what? A few sentences. Do you know shit about poison? Do you know, like, how to get. Do you know shit? An easy one? Like a. a, just something like a, a plant that we could rub up. They're having a private conversation. Yeah. It's a message. <laughs> They're just like staring into each other's eyes. Yeah. Um, watch we have, I'm go hang I think, I think just watching what he does. Arwell has okay. all kinds of, he's got all those vials of random shit. I think he probably has I literally some have poison. poison. You want to poison him? And I have a very good method of how to do this. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, do we want to kill him or just humiliate him? No, and make him I want to kill him because it would be I would fun. rather just ruin his reputation and humiliate him. The thing about it is he's, he is backed up by super powerful, famous people and I have a lot like of money. Horrible, horrible things to happen to him. Wow. Well, alive to experience them. <laughs> well, uh, well. It's like the most patchy still, shit I've ever. <laughs> you still have, I just say, all right, well. Do you still have some of that spore poison? 
Why? Made us like shit our pants really bad. <laughs> Why? What's that? Speaking of because I was thinking, <laughs> if we don't want to, if we want to look, Isaac's don't judge. Lander's a turd, and he's been slandering our names, and he's a big old bitch. So what I was thinking, if you still have some of that spore poison, I don't think I want to kill someone. No, it won't kill him. It'll just make him mm, shit his shit out of his. I think it'll kill him. <laughs> It didn't kill us. Can I, I weigh in here as the person <laughs> yes. who actually yeah, exactly. is totally. the primary person in the rivalry? <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do? The way he's set things up with our reputation right now, to kill him or do him harm in any way at this time would reflect very poorly on us. Well, everyone mm-hmm. would assume that it was us. No. We need to improve our reputation, not just for our own sakes, for our egos, but because we have very important work that we're doing and we're going to need the support of everyone in Raven's Bluff to do this. I've been working on something. Now, I still I still want you to kick Lander's ass at some point, but I think we need to time it. <laughs> Can you get behind that? Yes. I want to repair our reputations with the town first. How do and you I do have something in mind. Time. What do you want to do? I need to get into that gala and perform. And I want you guys to help me. Of course. Because the story that we're telling is more than my story. It's yours as well. Um, More yours in some cases. Winks at Arwell. I've written up sort of a speech and a song, poem thing. And there's a section in the middle where... Whether we get into the gala to perform or do it somewhere on the street, I'm open to suggestions on how we make that happen, but we need as many powerful people to see it as possible. But I want you guys to join in and help me act out your parts of the story. Um, there's sort of like a dance break in the middle, basically. For <laughs> oh, some my interpretive dance. <laughs> Little interpretive dance, little performance, and I want each of you to express where you have felt most heroic during this. Because the whole dance. point through through dance, song, yeah, through dance, <laughs> be fabulous. We're going to work it. I'm basically like acting it out on the stage together um, so people can see and experience okay. and feel what we've been through. My idea is to not only remind them that we're the heroes right now, but that we need them to be heroes as well. Oh, nothing says you're a hero like interpretive dance. <laughs> It's, um, wow, that okay, guy is I mean, my hero. Sp- spoken like a not bard, okay? You guys, you um, can have illusions. I like think a that's movie. great. We need to get in. Yeah, we got to. Well, and okay. as soon as the people like are on our yeah, side, exactly. you can do whatever the fuck you want to Lander, and I don't care. Well, what I was thinking is I, I could uh, disguise myself as our friend here, if you don't mind, because we're saying this. He is working adamantly. Over top of this table, he's like the smoke on these candles is really just pouring out right now, and you can see like sparks around his fingertips as he's tracing these like drawings that he has on the table. Uh, and you you have mentioned him or referenced toward him, Van, two times. He is not even like turned to give you attention either. Good. I could I could disguise myself as Isaac's, and then I can use um, silent image to either. Um, hide you guys under my wizard robes, <laughs> or or just make it look three kids in a wizard robe, or or just or just you make give it. Give me a few hours. I, I think I can probably work that out too. I can probably. You can get in by being invisible. How so? I can. Yes, I can. I can. Really study. I've um, been studying. I have. Anyway. Oh, cool. A crazy Whatever stealth. you want to do. It doesn't matter to me. I'm level six right. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, what would you guys think about just let's not try to. 
lose. What if I just walk in and I'm like, yo, I'm Isaac. I'm a big fucking deal. These are my guardians because times are crazy. And I, everywhere I go, Everybody I keep bodyguards now. Like and hates us. We could disguise you guys. We've been in drag most of this campaign. That's true. true. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that I've been helping study illusion magic and we have enough time that I can disguise us mm-hmm. more magically. Yeah, that's that sounds fine. Yeah, we'll just make you guys look like guards when we need to perform the thingy, then we pop out and we're like, hey, bitch. <laughs> and then we do the thing. Why do they always call us bitch? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. Are they um, pretty dancing? Okay. Here's a thought. I'm a little harder to disguise. <laughs> no, I mean, I can magically disguise you. But if I went in invisibly and we had like oh. a really, really light dose of the spore poison. That's what I'm saying. Just make him or, shit himself in no, front of everybody. No, it would be fucking hilarious. That's dangerous, you guys. Like, super dangerous. Well, why don't we just I find something? Green fruit I was going to say, do we, we have something the, less dangerous? Well, the green fruit, it casts you to feign death. Or we could make it into a powder and it could petrify it. <laughs> I don't know. I think public shitting is... Also, it's not like you can do like a small amount of poison. It's like one spore or no spore. Yeah. You know? Really? Yeah. Well, what if we tiny. get Isaacs like to just thing. make us something that's like a hyper laxative? It's like Visine. Mm-hmm. You're going to put eye drops in his wine? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> anyway. Well, I think it'd be I funny also, to watch him. I have him. an idea of something really fucked up that I want to do to Isaacs. I want to hear it. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Why? Isaac. Come on. I mean, not Isaac. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, no, what did he do to you? Love you, Isaac. I meant Lander, obviously. I was like, damn. Just oh, as he's goodness. over there working, Patches oh. walks up and just puts a dagger in his back. <laughs> Bye. I want to, like, carve a word on his forehead with my dagger. Oh. Well, wow. Cool. I dig it. I mean, I'm down with whatever you guys want to do. I don't have a big grudge, but I like mischief, and I like to humi- humiliate people that are talking shit about Steve, Steve, me too, our bro. party. As you're, as you're having a serious conversation, Steve the dog walks over to Van and is doing that thing, you know? He's pawing at me? Yeah, he's paw- He's not, like, touching you with it, but he's, like... Air pawing. Yeah, and he's going... I can't speak with animals. JK, I don't have that anymore. He just, like, he just, like, has his head tilted toward you, and he keeps, like... Yep, he's scratching. I'm petting him. He's happy. That's it. <laughs> Don't make me cry. I mean, I'm in favor of making him shit his pants. I really would like to see that. As you're scratching the scruffy like dog. Permanent. Like, yeah, I want something like humiliating to happen to him, not Cheers. just shit mm. his pants, you know? I could minor or lose a dick growing out of his forehead. Calista <laughs> achieve what she wants to achieve. Oh, I'm down. It's her yeah. thing. Does anybody have a way to make him just look like he's absolutely insane? Like he's just lost it? I mean, I could like some way something. to strike fear into him, or like a charm. Or like a charm oh, we could see things we could, that aren't there. We could buy a spell of um, confusion that makes you yeah. look fucking crazy. Um, like, I could possibly do something. I should have taken Tasha's hideous laughter out of the spell book. Um, well, I mean, if you give me time, which we have a little bit of, I can do things Today, like that. Yeah, you're missing how great public shitting is. Well, let's do both. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. compromise. We're not, we're, we're and people. We're not or people. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. All right. Compromise has been met. He'll grow a dick out of his forehead, tits, and shit himself. Or like, or fear or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's humiliating enough. Yeah, because it's third level. I don't we think it's humiliating enough. eight-ish hours less than mm-hmm. really. Yep. We don't need to get ready for the party. Because we can't just walk in looking like scrubs. Yeah, but most of those spells are I do that takes you guys eight hours to get ready for a party. <laughs> My hair's not right. 
This is very important. We have to. Yeah, we have to come to. We have to come to a conclusion on exactly how we're going to humiliate him. How I think that I mean that's kind of is that maybe in your what you're going to do? My performance is going to include something, but any help casting a spell on him. What are you What are you going to do? I have. um, Well, see, the first time I was on stage um, speaking out against our friend Lander. Um, was when I discovered that my performances and my words can do a little more than just entertain people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was basically on stage disparaging his good name, which I don't know why that wore off so quickly, but people are dumb, basically. It takes a lot of social media to get a following. Yeah. But basically, I was, you know, it was (laughs) awful. I was mocking him and it caused him physical pain. He basically left the room bleeding from his ears and nose because uh-huh. I made him feel pretty bad. Um, cool. I've learned more since then. <laughs> Sweet. So you learned a doo-doo spell. <laughs> Not that much okay. more, but no. <laughs> Note to self, learn doo-doo spell. <laughs> I will remember Create that for level seven. duty spell. <laughs> level seven. <laughs> Homebrew doo-doo spell. <laughs> hey, there's this guy with blue skin. If he challenges you to a fight, say no. <laughs> Unless you want to shit yourself for the yeah. rest of your life. And as you all are talking, you, you you hear a spark from over where Isaac's is, and his candle's lights turn blue, those flames, and you see a little beam connect through them. And they go into this orb that he has in front of him, and then you see a hand, his hand, like, backfire, almost like, um, it's almost like a rebound of the spell, and you can, he- like, see him, he like, he hits his hand on the desk. It's not very hard, but, like, it still hits, and he's mm-hmm. like, grits his teeth, and he picks one of the candles up that fell over. He snaps his fingers, and a little flame comes up and over it, and he starts doing what looks like the exact same thing over again, tracing Isaac, these things out. Can I help you? S- uh, sorry, I, d- I didn't mean to make a scene. I uh, all but forgot you were here, honestly. Is that uh, divining magic? Uh, if you know anything about scrying, Girl Professor sure. Garrowin. Yeah, it's divination. Uh-huh. Then you would know a little about it. You may not know the spell, but you're familiar with yeah, yeah. how the magic works. I could definitely help you. As he's doing this, you see that he has, there's a small pouch sitting in front of it, um, and it's it's a bit embarrassing, but I, I've been I've been working on a scrying spell to in an attempt to see if I can find Mallory. Uh, but, but up until now, no avail. It's not a spell I'm familiar with. Uh, can I roll Arcana and see if I would know that it only works on planes of existence? Like that's yeah. why it might be rebounding. Um, nine. He'll roll with so, you. I know with a lot of divination spells that it only works if they're on the same plane. And if she's going up north, there's a chance that she may have stepped into airplane or water plane. <laughs> we can assume that because that's what's happened to us literally every time yeah. we've gone after one of the the council has given us. Exactly. So. While, while you may be right, Professor, I am worried that I am doing the spell incorrectly as a whole. Sure. Um, I, I will try again. Okay. Anything to see her. This sure. is all I can do. And if I'm able to pinpoint her location... Well, I'll look over like his... Um, Glyphs and things, or like sigils and whatever mm-hmm. that he's doing, and just making sure they're like drawn correctly with divinity magic, like, like in relation to maybe like my clairvoyance spell or just like my natural. Okay. Do you actually want to use a spell to help him in any way? I don't know if it's going to help. If you wanted to get creative with clairvoyance, I, yeah, I mean, I think, I'm happy to yeah. do that, but clairvoyance has, I don't know, some is a it's a one mile like radius kind of thing, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to help. Oh, okay, I got I you. Know. I didn't know if you wanted to. Maybe use it to help him, uh, like, hone in what he's trying to do or anything. Yeah, no, if that will... Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you roll. I'll, I'll let you cast that and then roll Arcana with advantage. Okay. 
26. 26, wow. And then you blow the clairvoyance spell um, mm-hmm. in an attempt to help him with these things, just to see a little more clearly. And you do notice that his runes are, and maybe you don't say this out loud. You can do this in, with this information what you like. His runes are a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would n- notice that that's just from his hand. And as you were looking over the things, you would you would see that some of his materials are stained with what looks like tears. Sure. Um, and you would know that this is probably interrupting like um, what he's trying to do. I will even out his glyphs, and then I'll use my wand of prestidigitation to clean up the materials. Nice. That's good. I'll give you inspiration for that. That's a lot of fun. I want to give uh, Callista inspiration for talking you guys out of killing Lander and coming up <laughs> with a plan. I never wanted to kill Lander. <laughs> Why not? So, Arwell, you 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 clear these up. Um, you press to digitate the thing. He he sees what you do, and you see him like nod to you from the side without saying anything. And then once more, he holds his hands over this. You see these like the smoke start to pour from these candles. The flames turn blue, and then they're like the flames almost turn into light itself, and it's just concentrated into this orb. And for a second, he is doing his best to. Well, I got to reroll that. Oh, well, maybe that worked out. Um, he's doing his best to hold the concentration, and in this orb, you can see his eyes milk over. And Arwell, you can see just a little bit, uh, as you are helping him and you are, like, in- intertwined with this, uh-huh. you see there is a young girl, and she is standing out in a tundra. You, you, you're seeing her from, the like, the front, basically. You can see her face, and behind her there isn't anything, and the wind is blowing really harshly. Her red hair is a beautiful contrast to this, like, white, barren landscape behind her. Uh, she is she is holding something really close to her chest. You can't tell what it is, and it looks like there is a small humanoid figure on her shoulder. Um, it has pointed ears and a scorpion-like tail, and it looks like it has wings folded behind its back. But it is just sitting on her shoulder, and it has like one hand on her hood, and it's just sitting there um, on her shoulder. And as uh, you basically get a better understanding of what is around her, you would notice that on the other side of her, there's smoke pouring from these tents. And these tents all blend in perfectly with the landscape around them. There are hulking men and women, all wearing furs, all with scowls on their faces, all clutching weapons, some of them pointed at Mallory. Um, And as this is happening, Isaac loses it for just a second longer. Um, And you see him start to, like, try to catch his breath, and he's like, a seat. I need to sit. Yeah, I kind of... Walk him over if I can. Yeah, yeah, you, like, help him out. He's leaning on this staff, and you see Gumbel's, like, rubbing up against the side of his face. He's just, uh, like, cooing and purring and, like, rubbing up against him. Steve the dog walks over to Isaac's as well, and he sits on his couch, and with a shaky hand, he grabs this cup of tea and says, If you're going to go, maybe it's better you left soon. And uh, hopefully the gods grace her with safety. She's a smart girl. She's super smart. She'll figure it out. I'm sure of it. And he rubs his neck. He, like, rubs one hand down Gumble, and then he, like, picks up a shaky cup of tea, and he goes to sip it, and you see him just, like, sit back, and he seems lost in his own thoughts. I wouldn't worry. Being a child will actually be in her favor. A lot of people see mercy with that, and she's snarky as fuck. So I think a lot of people actually kind of like her. (sighs) The The barbarians to the north... Or a different story. Sure. But perhaps they will spare a child. Yeah. I hope they will. Anyway. Um, Isaac's is... What creature was helping her? From what I could tell, it was an imp. Okay. Perhaps she's finally found a familiar okay. in her journey. Not a savory one, it would seem. Yeah, Seems yeah. fitting for Mallory. Love that little imp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you were right. Imps, however, unlike Ori... 
They can help. Uh, they can help. For sure. But they want something, too. They're far more sentient. Yeah. Little devils. Quite literally. Yeah. I'm going to just pat Isaacs on the leg and then go back to the group and be like, so we've got like, like five or six hours. You want to talk about <coughs> the dance? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> let's have a little rehearsal, maybe, and yeah. we need to figure out how we're getting in and um, if there's anything I'll need else. i a few hours to study we if we're going to be doing something magical. Wee! This is going to be fun! <laughs> I'm going to vote for me and Patch is doing the fusion dance from Dragon Ball. Let <laughs> 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 me just fuse into the most badass rogue of all time. I like the idea that you just look like Patches with blue skin. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> like, oh. Absolutely. Do you, like, what do you think? Like, disguise self? I mean, I, there's a few other spells I can get. Basically, what I'm going to be doing as I'm performing is trying to simultaneously inspire the people to be mm-hmm. heroes themselves and to step up and yeah. believe the truth of what's happening instead of his lies. And also, simultaneously, viciously mocking him, which is going to cause him some psychic damage, I hope. Sure. <laughs> How do we make him shit? (laughs) You have a one-track mind, man. I mean, I know what I want. Will he poop? And I can damage him psychically. It would be really nice. Really nice. If everyone could tell he was being damaged psychically somehow. (laughs) Like, Um, like, outwards. (laughs) Oh, man. No, we want people to think, oh, my gosh, that guy is a nutcase. We cannot believe anything he says. Sure. But I don't want anyone to think. He's smart, right? I don't want anyone to him to play Lander is like smart at self-promotion. Yeah, no, he's not. No. But say if like things went awry, like a backup plan mm-hmm. would be that it made it look like he was attacking one of us, and maybe one of us could drink the green fruit and feign death. And then we're like, Landers, you killed her. You And then Ooh. that's another option. Ooh. But backup spell, this is kind of <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> My initial plan to kill him mm-hmm. was... I was going to take some of that doo-doo spore magic, and I was going to put it on a little pin, and I was going to use my demon to go into the ground, go underneath him, and up through his shoe under on in, in his foot. <laughs> You're going to poke a needle through his shoe from yeah. underground? Yes, right. I was. No, that's awesome. <laughs> or just I, in his leg or something. Fuck you. I don't know if I'm going to let you do that, man. I don't want death on my hands outside I just of what we have to. doo-doo spells. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just really do think that would kill him. I'm just saying in the event that in the event that what we're trying to do to Lander doesn't pan out so hot. Then we just fucking kill him. No, I don't want to. But not publicly. (laughs) Let's try to do what she says and have the people join our side. I was also saying another option. I don't know if you'll like it was we can make it look like. Lander was hurting one of us or Callista. Mm-hmm. I feel like and we could tag that having the end, her drink really some of the green fruit the... juice and feigning death, so it looks like oh. he literally killed her in front of all these people. Also, never mind. I totally know what that's I could a, do. I love that idea. Yeah, and, yeah, because I would turn the people against him. I don't even need a doo doo spell. I have minor illusion. So we can do this amazing performance. <laughs> it's gonna make it Landers could get so angry oh, yeah. that we're mm-hmm. having the people to her side. Not just and shit then his pants. Flares up. We could have her drink the juice, and then it looks like <laughs> he killed her. It would just be a double fold what she's trying to achieve. <laughs> Bigger than usual. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Okay. That sounds so good. I yeah. like it a lot. I am yeah. totally on board with this. I don't have my own alternative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna make it look like he has a dirty diaper. Dan, are you a team player? You need to make a juice with that fruit. Well, the juice is there. That, I can just bring it out into a vial. Okay. That'll be easy enough. 
Yeah, yeah. you could you could Making refine it, it into a dust would do the petrification. Right, and that would take some rolls, yeah. but you would know that just eating just it, juice. just ingesting it as is, it'll it's it'll make it look like you you've died. Yeah, for how by long? all intents and purposes, for, for about an hour. Oh, just an hour. Okay. Oh, I like cool. that the I like okay. that the magical fruit gave you another magical fruit. It's like <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, man. Yeah, the no, giving tree. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. The idea is that we're gonna do the performance, get the people on our side, hopefully, and then when Lander flares up, which he obviously will. We'll make it look as if he's attacking her, mm-hmm. and then she'll drink the juice. And oh, he's gonna flare up, all right, <laughs> with a big, massive dude who's in his underpants. Uh, I'm having a flare up right now. <laughs> I got a terrible case of the piles. We also have ten thousand dollars. You have ten thousand. Yep, you have ten thousand dollars. Yeah, so Dolores. Twenty five hundred. Two hours in my spell book, at least. I'm going to learn Disguise Self. Yep, you have the time. You guys are just chilling Isaac's talking, and I like this scene a lot. I love that you guys are sitting at Is- in Isaac's um, home. He's got, like, the glass bottles, the bat skeletons, like, the vials, the candles. He's doing his magics. Mm-hmm. He is working, and you all you all see this. Like, a lot of the times he's giving you counsel, and he's giving you audience, but while you are relaxing here, you realize just how hard he works all the time, it seems. And he knows where everything is. He's pulling books down. He has stacks and piles of all these papers, all on these tables and his house is even the first story has like two levels to it stairs go up and into the place where he's working but it is an open room that you can see a fire is burning in like a wood stove type oven the entire time and it is keeping his place warm and comfortable Arwell has his notes out and works similarly to Isaac's Van is laughing in the corner the entire time petting this scruffy dog Um, Gumble like glides to each one of you like he visits you um, in like little shifts and just comes up to get pet he's obviously like spoiled Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes he has little meat pieces and and like um, one time he even comes over and he has like a mouse's head and he like lays it on the floor in front of you, Callista, and he's just like looking at you and there's this like decapitated mouse head sitting there. My Patches is sitting over here like <laughs> scheming. I don't know if anybody's drinking any more of the tea or liquor that Isaacs has set out for you. I'm but double fisting of one of each. I'm just going back and forth yeah. and like refining Calista the is, writing. Callista might be the one who shits her pants. Maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> like occasionally calling over to someone and be like, hey, for your part, do you want to focus on this or this? And like working out little details okay. of for canon I don't dance much but I'm an excellent dancer <laughs> I can gyrate like nobody's business yeah you can twerk oh my god thank god <laughs> Calista had a feeling not that white girl ter- twerk though oh yeah good twerk it's kind of like, it's kind make of your ass clap yeah oh I make the <laughs> butt that, cheek shoulder shit <laughs> I make it do the golden applause <laughs> <laughs> so you sit you sit in this place you all spend a day here um, though you were planning you were scheming for the first time in a long time it is for yourselves like you're not on some big crazy mission somewhere like you you've taken the time to take care of some very personal business at home and you guys are spending it with. Uh, your patron and your confidant, Isaacs. But as this is happening, night does begin to fall. He stokes that fire a little more, throws some more wood into it. Um, he feeds you all before you leave. It is a simple meal. It is, is a stew, but it is delicious. Isaacs is an excellent cook, actually. After you all eat this, I imagine that you set out and head oh, up yeah. toward the castle. At some point during the day, <clears throat> Callista needed to run out and buy a really fabulous dress. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like an evening gown. Yeah, like an evening gown Uh, for a performance. I'll give her money to get me a nice outfit, too. Okay. So a a really nice outfit. Are are, are you talking like tailored and like really, really nice? Uh, um, Okay. So that would be probably 10 gold pieces each. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Fine clothes are very cheap. Well, they're not cheap. That's actually very expensive. But you guys are adventurous. so You have gold. (laughs) Can I just ask Isaacs if I can borrow some of his clothes? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I asked Isaacs, I'm like, Isaacs, 
I've always wanted to look like a wizard. Can I have some of your old robes for just a few hours? He's like, you don't have to lie to me. I will just give you a disguise. Yeah, I'm lying. I've to you. been here all day listening <laughs> he to your plans. Um, but no, he walks over and he gives you three different robes. Sweet. One is purple, one is silver, one is blue. And there is a red trim on each of them, and they are meant to be worn as layers. Like the first one goes over almost like a jumpsuit. The second one is like a long flowing robe. It is the silver one, and then on the top of that is a purple robe. He also gives you like a stereotypical For wizard real pointy hat. wizard hat. Yeah, oh my gosh. like with the point, like the Gandalf style, <laughs> yes. um, like leaning over just a little bit. And it is, it is like it is purple. It has the stars on it oh and everything, man. And it has like an eyeball in the middle. He has extra stabs, and he gives you one of those. I minor lose my face to look. Kind of like his for a second with a beard and everything. And I go, I'm going to kill Lander. <laughs> standing there looking like him. That's great. Um, I'm just like, I'm just fucking with you. But I am. And, uh, no, he, he, he gets, you see, he gets a like, chuckle out of it. He smiles. He's looking, he's looking you over and he's like, not bad. And uh, he's like, but there is one thing missing. And um, and he snaps his fingers, and as he does, Gumble wraps around his wrist, and he leans into Gumble, and he whispers something. He kisses the side of his little dragon face, and he lets him go, and he's, like, sitting on <gasps> the like, top Gumble. of your staff and, like, wrapping around your face and your neck, and he, like, coos and purrs, and his little dragon head is just, like, rubbing up against yours. And you can, like... You can really feel that affection. Like, Gumble is, like, really in love with you right now, and just, like, you have captured his full attention, and he's just, like, rubbing his little head on you, and his little wings are wrapping around you, and he's got his little scorpion tail around your neck, but it's not scary. And uh, so you have a little Gumble, and you're dressed up just like Isaac's. Um, and uh, and you can, Gumble's just, like, making biscuits on your shoulders, and he's and just, say, like, really excited to be up here I always feel like this affection is genuine, because the first time I tried to bet him, he hissed at me very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Steve the dog is like shakes off like, and you can see that manacle like shifting around his neck and he like gets up as you all are getting up and getting ready to leave and he's obviously coming with you <laughs> he's like, up and like walking with your party so you have Gumble this dog Van dressed up like Isaacs Callista's dressed to the nines mm-hmm. um, do but you wanna... for now cloak over it okay. but yeah the dress is like thank you yes I want a, you to describe yeah, what you guys are both it's like this deep gala. sparkly blue evening gown um, not like big huge skirt but like one of the slim you know, slim mm-hmm. fitting, nice high slit. Um, and it's the top that's like open all the way down to like the belly button, basically. So you're getting lots like of that. good like, inside, yeah. side boob. It's great. Miley it's Cyrus on so Saturday Night Live. Belly button. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. almost right there. So yeah. you can see like lots of glittery white skin. Nice. For what it's worth, I'm going to go ahead and actually do disguise <laughs> self so I'm the most convincing eyes. Yeah, you look in his mm-hmm. robes and with his beard, like it is uncanny how much you look like. Isaacs. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But I'm Hello, putting over that fuckers. just a big black cloak with a really deep hood. So when we're walking, nobody can see me. Okay. And obviously have the Doss loot on my back. Yep. Um, cool. Arwell Patches, how are you making your way through the city? Um, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to move along, but, but very sneakily. <laughs> are we talking rooftops or, like, ducking behind trash cans I as you move down the street? I'm t- I'm, I think rooftops is great. Okay, I'll let you roll stealth with advantage then. I can't wait to see this. I love. Oh, was that one or something? No. It was uh, it? So it's thirty. What? Holy <laughs> fuck! Yeah. So you guys, you guys are all walking out. You see, you hear Steve the dog shaking, and you're like, "Haha, Gumble's so cute." And then you turn around, and there's only three of you. Like none of you notice Patches leave or anything, but like you know him well enough. Yeah, sure. I know my Patches. He's gone. You're up on the roof though. Like you're on the top of yeah. Isaac's. Like I'm waiting to start 
to seeing everybody yeah. moving and I'm going to kind of move along with them, but just... That's yeah. so cool. You like parkour across the, yeah. these rooftops. And as you're up here, you see that there is a large crowd of people down the street. There's a house that looks completely destroyed. A woman is like holding her a child really close and like looking at it and she's like kneeling down and talking to them. And there's like townspeople walking around the house. This cloud of dust still coming out of it. Oh, you can dear. see them like collecting samples and all these things. But you can also see like the city is in a slope down to the ocean and you can see the sun is like it's getting very close to setting and you can see that mage's lighthouse starting to shed light all over the city this strange magical pit like pinnacle out on the sea the sun is glittering off of this you can see the boats coming in you can see them rocking back and forth on this smoke is starting to come up out of all of the chimneys and as you're looking out over this you look to your right and you can see the castle of raven's bluff sitting just below the earth spur mountains as your friends all uh, walk outside of Isaac's and uh, Arwell, what are you wearing? Like this really nice like suit uh-huh. um, made out of just like my favorite colors of like slate and ivory. And I'm going to trim my beard and hair, but I'm going to cast a sky self when we get closer to the gala. Um, and I'm just going to look like a well-to-do halfling. Okay, great. Going back, you, you were describing the home we destroyed earlier. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, yeah. What would it cost a family to like find a new place to live? Uh, it, it would be like 25,000 gold. 25,000, okay. Yeah. Oh, damn it can't do that. Um, it's almost exactly what, what you have. Are we, <laughs> are we seeing it on the way? Um, you Only Patches. Yeah, only Patches okay. can see it here. Can I do something on the side? Oh, yeah, you guys did get a short rest. I forgot that you just got out of a fight. What do you want to do? Uh, go to a store, buy another ring of uh, cure wounds and um, a scroll of invisibility. Invisibility. Can I do that? You want a scroll of invisibility? I would like that. 400 gold pieces. I give it to the patron. Okay, you have a scroll of invisibility, and what was the other thing you wanted? A, a ring? A ring of cure wounds, one of which I already have. I would like two of them. That is a ring of cure wounds. Mm-hmm. That's going to be 2,000 gold pieces. Done and done. Okay, you got it. And uh, and as as you all are accumulating these magic items, because you do, all do have a lot, uh, keep in mind that you can only be attuned to four magical items at a time. Well, Here we go. go then. Let's go kill it. Uh, Make a fool of him. Oh, hello, my darling. It is so good to see you back at my bar. You just light my day up every time I see that beautiful face. And you know what? There's something I want to tell you about. Your characters and yourself are very unique and special. And I just love you. And you deserve a pair of dice or multiple pairs of dice that are as unique and special as you. And take it from me, you can never have too much of a good thing. So if you want to pick up a couple of extra pairs, I got the hookup for you, darling. Go to DiceNB.com, enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. You're going to get 10% off. Tell them Madame sent you. Word on the street is my precious babies over at the Hit Dice crew. Love seeing pictures of you with your new dice and your dice on your table. So make sure to send us pictures of whatever you get on the social media. And until next time, just consider this a gift from Madame to you. All right, baby, I love you. Take good care of yourself. And uh, remember, you can never have too many dice. You all walk up toward this gala, and as you are getting close to it, are are all of you trying to walk up to the front door? No. Um, um, when we get um, 
like right around the corner for Evan as we approach before anybody would see me. I'm going to use the DOS loot to okay. cast invisibility on um, myself. So as you get up to this, you are seeing the wall that perimeters mm-hmm. the entire city. You walk up this very steep hill. It falls on both sides one time. Patches knocked a cleric off of it. Boom. And as you were walking up this, <laughs> you all are the only ones walking up this. There are carriages pulling, like really ornate, beautiful carriages pulling people up into this place. Guards are aligned around the castle <laughs> everywhere. Um, there are not just people in shining armor with ravens emblazoned on them. There are people in mages' robes with staves, and it seems like the guard is very intricate here. And judging by the carriages that are being pulled by you and the state of the horses and the guards that are with them, it makes total sense. This looks like a very high-profile event that you all are walking up to. Mm-hmm. And as you get to the top of this, you see Castle Raven's Bluff. It is an ornate, beautiful castle. It has the spires. It has many different divisions within it. And you know that this isn't for any one family, but it is for all of the different councils within Raven's Bluff. It's for merchants. It's for the Council of Lords. It's for the cleric schools. It's for the mages. It's for the fighters and the champions. Um, And as you walk up through this, you do recognize those places. You would know where the Council of Lords is with the big ornate stained glass windows. You know where the clerics are, where they have the Temple of the Three with the giant statues around it and a bell on the top of its tower. But in the very back of the castle, there is a beautiful ballroom. You all have not been into it, but you have seen the structure itself. You are walking up to this place. You can see the line starting to form outside. There are many guards outside the front of it. As soon as we are potentially within view of the guards, Callista yep. is casting invisibility okay. on herself. You guys she's hear- going to try to walk up and just subtly step onto like the back step of a carriage and ride it in. Okay. <laughs> you, you hear the pluck of a string, doing, and Callista's gone. Patches is rocking a 30 stealth still, and he's just like like under a carriage or something. I don't know. <laughs> or like up on some of the roofs. But as you walk up to this place, are, uh, are you just going to try to, are you walking um, in still? I'm going with Isaacs. Okay, so you're uh, beside him. I'm beside Isaacs. My guard gnome. As you as you were walking Sorry. up. Uh, oh, I look like a halfling. As you were walking oh. up, someone does approach you. Um, it is not a guard. It is not. Uh, another member, it doesn't seem like they came out from this ball place. A man with a dirty face and rags for clothes walks up to you. And as he walks up to you, uh, Gumble like comes across your shoulder and hisses. <laughs> and his tail's like up and behind you as soon as this guy comes around. This man, he, he's like, please, please, are, are you going to the gala? I you can am. see his, his patchy beard is grown out. It's dirty. He's got like his lips are very dry. His hair is matted to the side of his head. Um, his clothes are ragged, though they look like they were once fine. Uh, but they're like torn to shreds and they're really dirty. And, and he's like, I should be in there, but I am not. My identity was taken. And, and I don't know by who, but somebody has my pendant. And that's how they got into that place. If you find it, uh, my family will owe you. Uh, I could pay you back somehow, I'm sure, uh, if you can get me inside of this place. I'm going to walk behind him and then do some hand signals and cast a tech thoughts. Um, and I'm going to be like, who stole your pendant? I do, I do not know who, who stole my identity. Uh, it, it was just lifted from me. One day I went to use it uh, as I am in town for trade, and without it I cannot control my people. I, I cannot make decisions, and uh, the people I was supposed to meet were hired in town, so no one knows who I am, my, but my name is Anton. I am of the Enredet family. Um, is he telling me the truth, more or less? Um, you're, are you probing deep into Not his thoughts? Super deep, but, but like, you just he's. Um, it, it seems he's saying what he's thinking. And there's, he's not branching off, and he's not thinking anything else in his mind. I'll just use the uh, hiss as a starter, but insight. 12 plus 13. 
You have 13 to insight? I do. See, that's a 25? I do. Yeah. The best insight check of the entire uh, campaign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this guy, he, he's looking worse for wear, man. And he seems desperate. Uh, he seems really crazy and on his last leg, but you think he's telling the truth. You're inclined to believe him, even though he's desperate and gross. Your name again, friend. Oh, guys, next voice. Uh, Anton Enredet. Look, uh, it, it's just a pendant, and if you can find it, and y you can see that black hair matted to his face. Um, he has really dark brown skin. His lips are all cracked and dried out, and he's like, a simple pendant. It, 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 it's just a white gem with silver around it, and it hangs on a silver chain. My friend, I cannot get you into this gala, but I give you my word that I will look for this pendant and try to bring some sort of uh, cleanliness to your family name and and give you a bath. Yeah, and, uh, and, and Steve the dog is just like s sitting here beside him. He walks up to this guy and he like sniffs around his legs and he like licks his foot one time and then walks back over to you. Gumble, as you, you were walking past this guy, Gumble like flies off your shoulder and like nips at his ear real quick and you can hear him like, ah! <laughs> like, and he's like swatting at Gumble as you're walking by. Um, but Gumble's like harassing this man. He's staying over there, like flying around him and like poking him with his tail and like I say, snipping at him. Come along, Gumble, you little shit. Yeah, and you hear you hear this little like, and then he flies <laughs> over and like wraps around your arm as you're holding it up. And he sits like perched on the top of it, just like looking around at all these people. Muffled music can be heard long before you see the multicolored windows. There is much chatter. And even the colorful windows in the tower above this ballroom are beautiful. There's a tower that rises above this place, and it has those same ornate beautiful windows, and light can be seen coming out of them as well. It's this beautiful color that's just pouring out into the night sky, and it meshes beautifully with the sunset. It seems as if all the glass is beautifully stained, and the lights coming from within make it seem like a dream. The beautiful light glows and radiates off of the perfect white stones that make up this section of the Raven's Bluff Castle. Perfectly kept gardens are filled with the sounds of whistling crickets and singing frogs. They can be heard rattling and croaking. The light pours from this place, and the stars themselves, as they're coming out into the sky, seem to be complimenting the party that you were walking up to. You stand in the line for a while as you're taking in all of these sights, and you eventually get up to the front, and one of the guards just says, Present invitations, and welcome to our most esteemed guests. I'm like, oh, what would I do without my trusty apprentice? And I uh, present the invitation to the guy. Yeah, and uh, and then he looks to, there seems to be some sort of wizard beside him. He is portly, though. He's not, obviously not an adventurer. <laughs> um, he's, he's very round, and his rope is tied up under his belly that hangs over it. And he pulls out the scroll, and he's looking at it, and he's like, oh, yes, oh, it's Axel Blore. Uh, welcome to the party. Uh, please, come in. And uh, an invitation for your friend, I assume. Oh, he needs no invitation. It, it's it's I'm he a, is included I'm with an me. Ambassador from Cormanthir, and I'm good friends with Isaacs. Uh, well, this is an exclusive event, not a public one. Uh, this is thrown by Lander himself. Please, I am on the Council of Lords. If I cannot be uh, given a plus one, come the fuck on. <laughs> uh, you can ro you can roll a persuasion three times. Oh, well, the first one is a 19. Okay. The second one is a nat 20. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Jax, for the dice. <laughs> right? It's a one. It's cocked. It's cocked, but it's, it's, a, nat, it's a nat one. 
God damn it. Um, yeah. 19, so, nat 20, and nat 1. Um, yeah, so this this guy with the scroll is like, I, I would obviously need to see some sort of proof, and, and I would need to get Lander out here to see if he would agree to it. This is not my event, sir. I go... You're literally to make networks, uh, contacts for Cormanthier. I'm looking to trade with Ravensburg. <clears throat> I say... I, I've told you this. It's it's right here on the invitation, and I hold up the invitation, and as it's pointed towards me, I minor a lose a little plus one and a little sigil from Lander. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come at me, bro. Roll, roll, a, roll a deception. It's a 19. He looks at it, and he looks around, and you can see him, like, getting really flustered. His cheeks are getting red, and he's like, oh, um, and he, he looks around, he's like, I haven't seen one of these before, but it, it seems pretty... Uh, that is his sigil, is it not? Uh, uh, yes. I roll my eyes. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then he's like, uh, you, see him, you see him collect himself, and he, like, dusts off his big tummy. Of, of course, of course. You are an esteemed guest, well-known in the city. I, I'm not one to question you. Both of you, please enter. Enjoy yourselves. While they're distracted, Callista is invisibly sneaking through the door. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing this all go down, and you're walking in. And as you were walking by, you oh. see Steve the dog is standing with them, and he, he, like, starts sniffing toward you. And he's, like, walking, like, you can see his little paws. And quietly go, just... And, yeah, and uh, you, do you go... Out loud, you see him. Just very he stops. Funny. He does stop, and he just like sits there, and he like shakes off. And the guy's like, "Oh, and uh, no, no pets allowed. Sorry, sorry. Familiars are are welcome, but uh, dogs, especially mangy ones. Oh, God, must stay out here. Steve, you stay out here, and I'm sure you'll play into the story at some point again. <laughs> uh, and and he says, uh, and and uh, you said your name was uh, what again, sir? Uh, Big Stink Flitwink. Wow, that was really He's good. He's like, that doesn't sound head. made up at all. <laughs> <laughs> he, write, he, and he, he pulls out a scroll and he does. He writes your. He writes a name onto it and he goes, "Apologies, you are an esteemed guest. I, I meant no offense by it. I, I'm simply doing my job." I scoff and I'm just like, "And what was your name?" Uh, well, you could call me Jerome. Jerome Butterdick. How did you know my last name? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm important in this town. Well, um, thank you. Are there any entrances, like, at all, even through, like, the roof or in the back or anything that isn't the front door? There's the tower that I mentioned that is connected to this building. It has beautiful windows in the top of it. That seems to be the only other way in. I'm going to climb that tower. Okay. And you just fucking can, can't you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I always forget. <laughs> You're just like, I love the, I love this scene, by the way. <laughs> like, you guys going in and Clis is invisible and telling the dog to shut up. And Patches is like. like whistling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you're, so you're dressed up as Isaacs, and you walk into this place. Magical lights refract from inside of a glorious chandelier that hangs in the center of this room, made up of otherworldly crystal. The chandelier is huge and covers the entire center of this ballroom. It has many giant chains keeping it mounted to the walls and ceiling. They stretch across the entire room, and the chains are enormous. Some of the lights dance outside of it, just outside of it, and from the corners of the room as well. Guards sit at every single door, and enormous columns with busts of gargoyles and angels that almost seem to be making different expressions as the light casts strange, ever-changing shadows all over their face are lined throughout this room. Pillars with busts of gargoyles and angels all over this room. Many people dance to the music of a band that sits on a platform Familiar drums resonate from this pedestal and keep the other bards in time. 
you see a man with ebony skin and huge muscles dressed in these beautiful colors with his dreads pulled up into a bun. He is playing these drums and you can see his muscles just like glistening and keeping in time. And you notice he's wearing a mask. So is everyone else. And as you walk in, someone walks up and they have one of the servers has a pillow that has two masks on it. The masks are ornate and they're beautiful. They are pearl colored. There's another set of masks and they are red and they are sharp and they have like feathers coming off of the side of them. But you are presented with this and then a tray is presented in front of you with uh, two glasses of what looks like some sort of champagne. They're holding them out to both of you. Uh, One was, you said... Gold? Uh, one is just like a pearl mask okay. that goes into a point, and it has little, like, studs uh-huh. all around it. Um, and then mask. and then the oh. other is, it's like, it goes down your cheeks and covers your eyes and has feathers coming out the side, and it's red. Um, I'll take the red. Okay. I would love the pearl. All right, so you guys put these masks on. Do you take these and drinks? And the champagne. Yeah, of course. Okay. Boom. And then... Uh, I clink my glass to my apprentice. <laughs> yeah, and he's like... Cheers, uh <laughs> Where can we get more of these? <laughs> um, do you, are you asking this guy where you can get more? Yeah, sure. Why not? He's like, reckon I could get it for you, Messrs. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and you you can hear him like, <sighs> and like turn around and like walk back toward the bar. And as he walks back toward the bar, this music is just keeping in time. These people are dancing beautifully. They're dressed beautifully. And he's Damien is not the only one uh, wearing this mask. Like I said, everyone is wearing masks, and they're all dancing perfectly in rhythm. Those that are dancing. Their masks are as intricate as the fine metals and materials that seem to cover almost every facet of these people's attire. Golden chains on their dresses and on their suits. Stones that float around them magically. You can tell that this is a big event and that these people are very important. Makeup is worn by all and drinks are constantly being served. You all are in the middle of this gala now. Can Callista see where the masks are coming from? Like where they It seems like over at the bar. There okay. seem to be a bunch of them yeah, over the bar. Yeah, she's just going to sneak over and okay. get one. And to, to have for just later. so to give you guys a, a more uh, technical description of the room, it is it's rectangular. It mm-hmm. is humongous. Mm-hmm. There's a giant chandelier in the middle of it with chains coming off the sides. There are about six huge pillars with angels and gargoyles all up the side of them. And on the furthest end of the room, there is a stage. Um, it's just a platform, and the band is playing on it. There are many bards up there, and they're playing they're playing lutes, harps, and drums. Uh, there's a flute as well, and there are there's one main entrance. It's the one that you came inside of, but there is another door over in the corner near the platform. You, you're not sure if it mm-hmm. leads outside or not. Okay. Uh, P- Patches, are you up on the you're up on the window? I suppose. Yeah, and I'm gonna go in through the top of the tower and start making. A well, the the interesting thing is, as you you get up to this window and you're looking in it, there seems to be another ball going on up here. There are people dancing up in this place too, which is strange. VIP. While this is going on, Callista is making her way slowly across the room with her pocketed mask. Okay. Um, eavesdropping on people's conversations. Ooh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, trying to yeah. make her way over to Arwell, too, um, with an idea. Patches, you look into this window. Callista, you were going and you were listening to these conversations. Mm. You're hearing disgruntled employees. Mm. And you're picking up on who those are. You hear there's a plump female halfling. And she has these rose red goggles and they are just really intricate and interesting. And she is very loud and she's just like screaming out at all these people. She's obviously drunk. Her cheeks are as rosy as the glasses she, she is just wearing. She's my favorite person. <laughs> and there are other there are other nobles who are sitting around. Some of them are ambitious and excited to be here. Others feel it's a waste of their time. Patches, as you, you get up to this window and it is beautiful, but you can see inside of it. The only way you think to get in is to break it in some way or another. But as you were looking in, another masquerade seems to be going on in the uppermost room of this tower. 
The lights are nowhere near as brilliant as downstairs. You can barely see inside. Shadows dance slowly, back and forth. Their masks slightly different than the ones that you saw inside. A single silver mirror can be seen in the middle of the room, propped up on some sort of pile behind it. Small red candles burn all around it, but their flames are fluctuating between red and black. And the light they emit is unchanging. About a dozen people dance in a wide circle around the mirror and the candles in perfect synchronization. But you can't hear any music. One woman steps out from the circle. Her gown is long and beautiful and finely made. Her makeup is done perfect and her skin looks like light reflecting off of honey. She dances happily. And then another man steps out of the crowd. He has dirty blonde hair. He has some really strange shoes on, but he has fine clothing, a suit with the puff in the front of it and everything. Um, He has a really intricate hat that is over this like shaggy, almost greasy, dirty blonde hair. And he comes out and he starts to dance with this woman really intricately. And as he does, these flames, the smoke starts to pour out of them. And as these people are dancing in this other strange masquerade ballroom, you all have successfully infiltrated the gala. Patches is looking onto a strange scene upstairs, at least another dance of some kind. As you all are getting into this and uh, diving into the deep end, we're going to end episode 41 right here. Happy New Year, fuckers. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. where we have to say goodbye. You all are some of my favorite friends. Hey, F, that's a good letter. And friends is one of my favorite words. Some of the friends of Hit Dice Pod are experience points and mage productions. If you're enjoying yourself over here at the Hit Dice Pod and you're craving more great Dungeons and Dragons content, you can head over to either of our friends. Experience points or mage productions for more high-quality, entertaining Dungeons and Dragons content. I know that you love your mommy and your daddy. Well, it's important to have parents and a solid system that can support you in everything you do. Lucky for Hit Dice Pod, they have just that. Dice Envy is sort of like the podcast's mommy or daddy. They give them money so that they can keep doing what they love. It's an important support system. And kids, guess what? You're an important part of that. Head on over to DiceEnvy.com. Check with your mom and dad before you get on the internet and browse only with their permission. Once on DiceEnvy.com, they have all kinds of neat things. They have dice that are colors like green and blue. And my favorite color, Periwinkle Sunset Orange. (laughs) Ah, Anyway, you can get yourself a really beautiful pair of dice over at the Dice Envy store and get 10% off using the code HITDICEPOD. It's important to do things like communicate openly about your feelings. And since I know that you feel smiley about Hit Dice Pod, you are going to leave a five-star review in your podcast provider for our, that's right, friends over at Hit Dice Pod. It really helps the podcast out a shit to, uh, a lot. And they really appreciate it. Thanks again for being a friend. 
of the podcast. And if you want to keep that line of communication open and you want to keep being friends with the podcast, go over to any of their social medias on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all with the handle Hit Dice Pod. Until next week, don't forget that you're always a friend of the Hit Dice Podcast. Let's leave by counting a few numbers and saying some words that start with the letter F. One, two, three. Three is a good number. I love counting that far. Well, words that start with F are a lot of fun, like friend, food, and fuck. Until next week, adventurers. Adventurers.